Do you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. what you hear please share special thank you to our sponsors of marketing with russ carrie whitletch and farmers and accountable r&r bookkeeping for more information on carrie whitletch and farmers insurance in lebanon oregon call 541-255-3995 and for more information on accountable r&r bookkeeping in lebanon oregon go to arrbookkeeping.com Ta-da! Here we are on another episode of Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. Hashtag Russ Selfie. It's Monday morning here on the West Coast. It is 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Actually, no, Pacific Daylight Time. That's right. We sprung forward this weekend. So now we're on Pacific Daylight Time, and uh, there we go, a little more sunshine. So we're, I'm just so glad to have everybody here. Where, whatever time it is, wherever you are, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. And you know what? I love this opportunity every week because I get to speak to amazing people like Rocco, who I've got on today. And you know what? If you have not heard him yet, you need to start, get yourself ready and start sharing this out to your friends and letting them know, you know what? Rocco's coming on. Marketing with Russ is on and you got to get going because this show is all about how amazing people connect. That's right. You know what I've always told you, the foundation of any good business, any good marketing plan is connection to community building. And that is what I'm here to teach you. If you go to RussHedge.com, I am there to help you. RussHedge.com. I'm a marketing coach. I'm a keynote speaker. Got a great keynote coming up in a couple days here. Uh, I'm here to inspire and encourage you to live a purpose-driven life of significance. What do I mean by that? I want you to be a world changer. I want you to be a difference maker. I want you to do the amazing things God has created you to do. And I'm telling you, you were created for amazing things. So if you are watching right now, or if you're watching on replay, just get there and share this show out. I would love to have you share, 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 get it out there. Let people know. Also, you can subscribe on YouTube, become a part of our YouTube community. Love to have you there. 
And the easiest way to do that is to go to marketingwithrust.live. That's right, marketingwithrust.live, and you can become part of that. Get all the past content, the amazing people that I've been blessed to have here on Marketing with Russ, and notices about upcoming content. So if you could please share, I'd appreciate that so much. And back to uh, russhedge.com, that is the best place to connect with me. And you know I'm all about connection and community building. I am here to connect with you, and I mean really connect. You can schedule time right on my calendar and you can schedule time to speak with me, Zoom with me. I would love for you to do that if we have not connected. My goal again this year is to connect with over a thousand new people. Last year, I just knocked that out of the park. Did it easily last year in 2022. So doing it again here in 2023, love to have you be one of those thousand plus people. And so go to restedge.com. And if you just want to stalk me on social media or other places, you can find out all about me on there. There's even a free download on how to uh, successfully transform your business. Three simple steps. And you'll want to definitely download that. It's free. Um, then you get my fun, encouraging morning little emails. Um, and I'm telling you, they're just encouraging notes to you every morning and ways to con connect with me. So love to have you part of that. So that's at russhedge.com. So I think other than if you haven't got your copy of Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose, if you want to be encouraged, if you want to learn to live the life you choose, you need to get a copy of that and get it on Amazon or all online booksellers, or you can just go to russhedge.com, pick up a copy there. I'd love to get you one of those as well. So, okay. Here we go. Are you ready? We're going to bring Rocco in and get this show started. Here we go. Good morning, Rocco. Good morning, Russ. How are you? I am so good. I love that. You just sit back. You're relaxed. I'm you're relaxed. ready to go. That's yes. it. That's it. I listened you know to your what? introduction. I listened to your introduction. I want to be you. <laughs> I want to inspire as well, <laughs> just as much as you. <laughs> well, I tell you, I am blessed. I'm truly blessed. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for friends like you that I have yes. on that um, that really can add value and help others so much. And that's the reason that I started this show. That's the reason I started live streaming. Uh, and one thing I forgot to throw out there to everybody, I also do live stream production. So if you're interested in me helping you, coaching you through or producing your live streams, I can do that. But the reason I love that, Rocco, is because I get to meet so many amazing, fantastic people like you, and sure. I get to make so many great friends. So, you know. Absolutely. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, well, let's back up. And why don't you tell everybody who is Rocco and what are you up to? Well, uh, right now I'm up to uh, just uh, start up my own consulting firm, E3 Consulting. So basically uh, I have uh, over 25 years of retail experience that I'm trying to give back and inspire people just as much as you are, um, Russ. And uh Right now, I'm trying. I'm helping small, medium-sized businesses, specifically in retail. But I help any type of of business that needs any support on their strategic planning and see what their overall vision is for the for future growth. If they have to turn around their organization, if they need some sort of motivation on their executive teams, whatever the case may be, to make sure their business runs smoothly and they're ready for the future, uh, that's where I step in. And uh, and I truly want to give back all the experience that I've acquired and inspire the future generation. That's for sure. Yeah, well, and I love that because you've taken what you're doing is you're taking your experience yes. and you're passing that on. You're helping other people. And I think that's really what, you know, that's really what connection and community building is all about because we are better together, right? Absolutely. So when we take our experiences Absolutely. and we do that, so give everybody a little bit more meat 
to that though. So the way that you're going to do your consulting and all that, first of all, how do people reach out to you and how do you start the process in helping them? Well, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn for sure, or they can visit my website and send me an email and uh, definitely we'll connect through by phone as well. Uh, so basically what I do, Russ, is uh, I first have the meeting with the uh, the organization, well, the president or the CEO of the organization. I'd like to see where the person's at, where the organization, where the organization is at, where they want to go, where they're coming from, you know, what are their obstacles, what are, what are the, uh, the threats and opportunities that they're dealing with today. And one of the first things I do right after that, once I get the mandate, is I meet I meet the executive team, and one on one I meet every every executive on that team, and I do I go through an interview process with them, asking them very pertinent questions of who they are, what they think of the organization, what they've done, what are the accomplishments they've done in the organization, what they see as a future for the organization, any opportunities, is the competitors uh, coming you know very strongly towards them, or is, is there a lot of other threats that we don't know about? So. I get a very good, thorough understanding of what the team says because more often than not, you get a really good, you know, good uh, sample of opinions from all the executive team, and they'll be able to tell you really, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's going on, right? And once I get that understanding, then I go back to the CEO and says, okay, I think we're ready for for the second phase where we do a thorough analysis of the organization. So you know, I'll hold through the business model, you know, what they do. You know, where to get their revenues, how much it costs to operate, what are the opportunities, uh, stuff like that. So I really take a deep dive into the organization because I need to understand it. They've been there for many years. For me, it's just a, a, the first step into knowing who they really are. Well, and I love that. So first, you're, you're asking questions. You're doing a deep dive into them and you're finding out what they're all about. So you know where to go from there. I think so many people, Rocco, have this canned approach one size fits all and here's what we do for you and this is what you got to do that doesn't work does it no and the other element that i really bring to the table is i i really create a relationship with the executive team or with the managers or the mid managers uh, i really get close to them i really get to know them on a personal level and i really try to connect with them and really see how they're feeling and how they feel in the organization a lot of times i meet a lot of managers that are not empowered or not really part of their strategy and that's where I truly, really try to bring in that that cohesiveness within the organization and say, you know what, everybody has a part in the strategy. Everybody has a goal. Everybody has to accomplish something. And everybody has to contribute to the success of the organization. So a lot of times I see this one-man show type of approach where the entrepreneur, or the president, tries to do everything himself. It's not because he feels his staff is not is not capable, but... It's just the way he's run the business, and it's been very successful. But going forward for the future, I try to bring the team together. I try to connect with these people, and I truly understand how they feel in their job, in their role and responsibility, and what they can contribute to the organization. And and, and the other thing is uh, I really try to understand the industry they're in. So if it's in, in the food industry or it's in the hardware industry, whatever industry they are in the manufacturing, I really try to understand what their industry is and what the complexity of the industry is and what competitors exist and you know what are the metrics that they have to use to to succeed so a thorough understanding from all aspects is key to do a very good consulting mandate for an organization that need my that needs my services yeah well i think see and that is interesting because you know every industry is a little bit different but really i love the approach you said and this i think is universal and that is you know I love the phrase, you shouldn't do 
what somebody else can do for you. You should only do what only you can do by delegating that out and by getting people that probably are better at certain areas than you, you're able to work together as a team. And as I said, together, we're better together and able to move forward because people get to that point. And I'll let you speak to this where maybe they were successful by themselves for a while. Correct. But now they've hit that point where it's not that way anymore. No, that's a very good point, Russ. And, you know, coming out of COVID post pandemic, a lot of organizations are searching for themselves, you know, like they had, some of them had huge success, huge sales, huge profits, and a lot of them suffered for different reasons. So every industry was impacted differently from the, from the COVID, from COVID and coming out of the pandemic, you know, they they did a lot of cost or cost restructuring during the COVID, you know, they repositioned themselves, they pivoted, but now they think that the company can work on its own going forward. And it's not the case. They really are searching right now what they have to do. And I also truly find that culture has been truly impacted negatively uh, over the, over the last year because coming out of COVID, uh, a lot of people uh, didn't connect. You know, everybody was working from home. Nothing against this hybrid solution of working from half the office and half at the at home, and nothing against working from home. But the culture did get impacted. And the fact that people didn't see each other, the fact that people didn't converse with each other, the fact that there was no water cooler conversations, you know, these are things that really impacted the culture and didn't bring people together. I think the number one priority right now, before you even look at your vision, before you even look at your profits, before you look at your or your cost structure, the first thing you have to touch right now post-pandemic is talk to your people. And I think, you know, like you said, bringing the team together is one of the major priorities going forward. And getting back the culture that you had, and also improving the culture, so you're resistant and for, um, you're building resistance for the future, and that's so crucial right now. In 2023, that is the number one priority. Well, and I think that you're right. I mean, things have changed coming out of COVID, and people need to stay in step with that. Um, and so, when you go into an organization, what is the number one thing that you find? Uh, do you find resistance to uh, people changing from the way they are, or are most people open to looking at new things because maybe things aren't going the way they wanted them? You know, there's three things I find. Every time I do an analysis of organization, there's three things I find that are lacking, not because they don't want to. It's just, just the way things go. The first and foremost is a classic communication. There is... The weak, there's a lot of weakness in communication, whether it be in any form of communication from top management to all the way to the to warehouse workers in, in a warehouse. So I think the first thing is, is communication. The second thing is structure. And, and what I mean by structure is structuring the organization in terms of roles and responsibilities, structuring the organization in terms of prioritizing the projects or prioritizing any, any resources you want to allocate to any major project in the organization. And the third thing is resistance. To your point, a lot of times people are in their comfort zone. Now, these are classic situations that I'm giving you, but these three elements is why we have to work with organizations and make them resistant for the future. And, you know, the lack of communication causes bad perceptions, uh, causes people to create rumors, causes people to think differently over the organization, especially top management. When there's no structure, people don't know what they have to do. What is their place in the organization? And resistance, why resist? If you want to change, you want to make it better. And and if you don't change, you're not going to thrive going forward, especially post-pandemic, 
these are the three elements that I see day after day. And every time I speak to any CEO or any manager I talk to, these are the ones, the three things that pop up all the time. And we need to find solutions to this for sure. Well, I need a shout out to my friend, uh, Dave, who is not here yet, but I know Whitney's going to get a hold of him because Dave needs to be in here. He's all about processes and structure. But I think it's so crucial that you talked about it. It starts with communication. Correct. I have learned over the years, most companies don't have really good communication. It's not because they don't want to. It's because they just are not good at it. And that's a lot. When I work with marketing, with companies and help them with their business, a lot of it just has to be do with good communication, not only with their employees, but also with their customers. And then number two, having some structure or process in place um, and overcoming that comfort zone mentality. I, I love that because if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you're going to not go anywhere. I mean, you've got to get out of that. you got to push push the envelope a little bit, right? Make some change. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, employee turnover. We talk a lot about, you know, not finding uh, skilled employees. We're not finding the labor force. There's a shortage of labor force right now. And a lot of times when I talk to managers or senior managers, they all talk to me about the same thing. People are not happy and I can't find the right people. So last week I bluntly asked a, a, a question to his CEO. I said, when was the last time you spoke to your whole staff? Because he says people are grumbling. There's a lot of grumblings. There's a lot of people frustrated. So when was the last time you spoke to your whole staff? What do you mean by speaking to my whole staff? I said, when was the last time you communicated results? You communicated where we're at in terms of projects. You communicated what we want to do for the future. You communicated who's doing what. You communicated probably an accomplishment that happened in the last month. When was the last time you did that? So we were, this is last week. So he said, I can't even remember. So how can you manage an organization if you can't even remember the last time you spoke to your entire organization? You cannot do that. You need to make sure that you're communicating through memos, through billboards, through, um, through huddles, whatever the case, any type of form of communication is the right communication. It doesn't have to be very sophisticated. It doesn't have to be very you know, rehearsed, spontaneous, humbleness. Integrity and transparency are probably the most key words you have to use when it comes to communication. And I told that person, I said, I expect you in the next week to talk to your staff. And a lot of times this is a buildup of bad perceptions. People get aggravated. People get really, you know, they, they really, there's causes conflict between employees. I said, it's your fault. It's nobody else's fault, but yours. They, and, you know, people don't always take that so well it's the responsibility thing and i was actually listening to uh somebody early last week and it was all about them talking with a ceo of a company who was not taking any responsibility for what was going on and they they said so it's really your leadership and your management that's a problem and they're like no, no, it's the economy. It's all this kind of stuff. And then they said, well, what do you think? So then, you know, like a good person like you starts asking questions. What do you think about is the number one issue you're dealing with? And they got them talking. And then they outlined the reason that they were really the problem. And the person came back to them and said, so it's your leadership and your management that's really the problem. And a lot of times companies get in the C-suite mentality where they they're not down with the, with the employees. And you know, the whole idea, you know, my good friend, Whitney, who's in manufacturing and uh, I've got a whole crew that I love that. But, you know, the manufacturing industry, 
when you're not down on the floor where the manufacturing is happening, where the boots are on the ground and things are happening, you don't really know what the issues are and how to best resolve them. The best CEOs and presidents and company leaders get down on the floor, talk to the people, see the processes, learn, get input from people that really know what's going on. That is where it happens. And that communication starts there. And then you should, I think you should always, like you, you just said it, have regular meetings with your, you know, with your, your teams and with your whole company. Cause if you don't talk to them, they have no buy-in. They don't think you 100%. care about them. So That's they right. don't care about you. Right. Well, one of my retail heroes is Sam Walton, right? The founder of Walmart. I mean, everybody knows Sam Walton. And 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 what I read about in an article is that he he would visit stores a lot. Of, he'd be in the stores all the time. And, and he'd be visiting stores a lot on Thursday nights, Friday nights, and Saturdays where a lot of the part-timers were working. See, these are, he wasn't speaking to the managers. He was actually speaking to the part-timer who was actually speaking to the customer. And he wanted to know from these people, what is the customer telling us? What does the customer want? Are we satisfying the customer's needs? So I've told this story maybe a million times. And, and he had his little notepad taking notes. And he didn't talk to no vice president. He didn't talk to anybody like that. He spoke to the people on the ground. And that's, you know, $500 billion later, Walmart <laughs> is still existing, is still in existence, is worldwide, is a company that will be around forever. And, you know, they'll double their sales again in the next 10 years and be a trillion dollar company before you know it. And, and it's because every decision they make, every, every strategy they, they, they create, the customer is at the heart of their decisions. And that's one of the biggest things that is lacking today. You know, you know post, during the pandemic, e-commerce was so strong that we kind of sacrificed brick and mortar for e-commerce. And with reason, all the resources were all into, into the e-commerce channels and e-commerce streams because that's where the money was and that's where the sales were. But to the detriment of and the sacrificing for the brick and mortar stores, that's where your brand starts. Your brand starts in the stores. And so are your employees... Do the employees know that? Are the employees being empowered? And is the CEO telling the employees, you know, what they have to say and what does the customer want? Are they bringing back that information? So communication in, in 2023, where there's so many channels to communicate with the customer, is extremely dangerous. You miss one step in your, in your, in your transaction or your whole customer journey, and you're not in good shape. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and the way to know about that is to be involved. And just like uh, my friend Whitney saying, you know what? She knew somebody who knew Mr. Walton from his store visits. You know, and, wh and what does that tell? What does that tell employees that work for the company? It tells them, you know, the people running this really care about me. They really are focused and they're, they're here to listen to me, show that they care. You know, I love the quote. I use it all the time by John Maxwell that says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You can be Correct. a big executive and know everything and people don't really care if you're not showing care for them. And that's true with buy-in with your customers and your employees. And I think that that's how good teams move together. They make, they're better together because everybody has their own individual talents and skills they're using to make the company better. And But people need to see that. And you're a great outside voice because you come in you're not stuck in the process of what's happening now. You get a broader Correct. overall view and can actually show them, right? And, you know, and it's funny you say that, uh, Russ. A lot of times, post my interviews, once I've done my interviews, 
a lot of times I, I, I really discover some talents or some opportunities from these employees that are probably too shy or too introverted to express themselves. And I go back to the CEO and I said, did you know that John and Mary can do this? He said, impossible, Rocco. And I said, no, let's prove it that they can do it. Give them the chance. Give them the chance to do it. Give them the chance to express themselves. These are not people that are very extroverted. These are people that are very introverted. And, and a lot of times they have ideas and know-hows that you never discovered. You need to discover this. You need to, you know, you need to leverage this as much as possible. A, your organization is going to benefit. And B, and probably A and A, not B, but B, your employees probably going to be so empowered, so motivated. And reducing your employee turnover so significantly that you will not realize the power that you're going to give to your organization. I don't understand why this is never done. It's so hard to understand. <laughs> but um, I'm going to work hard at that for sure, Russ. That's that's one of my personal mandates is really, you know, really, really in, in ensuring that employees get out of their shells and show what they're capable of doing. And, and Sam right. Walton was, my opinion, one of the best at that. Well, clearly, because he built an empire um, that you, like you said, will go on and on. And, um, you know, companies need to be careful. You know, some of the, this is something I've noticed with some companies. They're founded on, you know, these great principles and they move forward. But as they, as they change generations and they move forward, sometimes they don't keep that. They don't stay mm -hmm. with the same principles. They new people come in and say, Oh, we that's that's old school. We're gonna do it the new way. And I think that you can't lose that old school mindset. Sure, use technology, use all the things that you can do, but keep that old school mindset and care about people, right? And move forward. Well, so. I, you know, I you know, I guess I am old school. Unfortunately, I'm very old school. I'm not very <laughs> tech tech savvy. That's you know, everybody knows that. But uh, to your point, I think, you know, tradition, uh, tradition is important. The values are important. Keeping the culture of the organization is important. You definitely have to innovate. That's for sure. You got to keep up with the times. You got to innovate. You know, you got to make sure that your, you know, your processes and your structure are agile. You're quick to the market. That's for sure. But the traditional values of who the customer is, a customer is a customer. You know, even if you've never seen this customer, he is, he is doing a transaction with you online. He is talking right. to you. He is. You need to touch and feel that. And you know, a lot of. And I feel that organizations today are searching for themselves. You know, do we do we put more resources on the on the technological side? Do we put more resources on the human side? You know, how do we find the, the you know the, the 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 sweet spot? And that's going to be so important going forward. But staying traditional to a certain extent is very important. And uh, I'm happy. I'm glad you said that because sometimes I feel alone when I when I feel that. But uh, we definitely got to get back to our roots and never forget where we came from. Well, and I completely agree with that. So there's timeless principles that we, we definitely have to hang on to. Anybody who thinks that uh, always changing everything is the answer is not the answer. Let me just tell you, that's not the answer. The best thing to do is have, first of all, we all need an outside voice. We all have blind spots. We think we can't see because we're too much in the mix. So we need our, everybody needs a coach or a consultant, somebody to come into their business to take a look at things. Number two, you need to be paying attention to the things that have worked and build on those. Don't change them all. Use the things that have worked. I always tell people, take your schedule and the things that you do well and duplicate that process. 
why are you doing so well? What is the process in the areas where you're doing well? And you find out, I've had people say, oh, I don't have a process. Well, tell me what you do. Mm-hmm. They tell me, I go, that's your process. Oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, take that process now and duplicate it for this task over here where you're not doing so well, right? Uh, yeah, and then yeah. you build, yeah, you build no, on ahead, the good go things. Ahead. Oh yeah. I just, I just love that building on the good things is so important. So, okay. So what we need to do is first of all, everybody that's watching, share this out. If you haven't commented, please say hi to us because there's a lot of people watching now that have not commented. So I just want to make sure we get a shout out to everybody. Also, if you could please share this out still before the show's over, because you know what, even if they miss it and don't make it, they can watch on replay. It's on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, and it sits there. It's an amazing process. So, uh, Rocco, here's what I'd like. Give everybody your gold nugget and then tell everybody again how to get in touch with you. Okay, well, my gold nugget. Well, I think I think it's 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 planning. It's it's planning, planning your vision, creating your vision, and structuring your vision. That's the golden nugget I'd like to give everybody today. Don't sit on don't sit on your chair all day and not and just think for the for the for the short term. Think for the medium long term. So let's plan, let's structure, and most importantly, let's execute. A lot of times, organizations they they plan but they fail to execute. Eight to nine times out of ten, strategic plans are not brought to fruition, and that's because it's just a lack of discipline, lack of process, lack of communication, lack of structure. And this is where I put all the pieces together and making sure that you what you think, what your vision is, and what your employees think. We can bring it to the next level. And that's where I come in. So uh, anybody can reach me for sure at www.e3-consulting.ca. Uh, they can reach me through LinkedIn. They can all give me a call, 514-209-1767. I'm available any time of the day, seven days a week, and uh, happy to converse with you and, and talk about your, your problems. And if I'll definitely find the solutions for you, that's for sure. Well, and this is one thing I always tell people, reach out and just speak to Rocco. Reach out, speak to me. If I can help you with marketing, if Rocco can help you with your business, reach out. A conversation with me doesn't cost a thing. Reach out, have a conversation, right? Same thing with Rocco. No, they can call me. Reach out. It doesn't cost a thing yeah. for me. Not, not for the first conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, we decide where we go from there, but yeah, absolutely. Correct you know, reach out and, um, you know, it makes all the difference because how do you know where you're going and what you want to do without having that conversation? So let me tell you this, my beautiful wife and I are in the midst of, we just redid our floors, getting that process done. Now we're redoing some, we're going to redo some cabinets in our kitchen. How do I know what to do? I'm not a cabinet guy. How do I know what to do without reaching out and having conversations? I'm talking to construction workers, cabinet makers, people and looking at today, I even have a painter coming by to look, trying to figure out what is the best process for me to do at the most reasonable price. But I don't know until I have those conversations. So I want to encourage you, everybody reach out to Rocco. His information has been magically appearing below him on the screen. It's also clickable in the comments and in the show notes. So I I want you, please click on that, connect with him, have that conversation. You can, and if you don't have time to actually talk to him, click on, connect with him and type him a short little message. I'm sure he'd be glad to type back a short little response. So very responsive. (laughs) There you go. Very responsive. That's it. So, well, Rocco, listen, what a blessing. What a pleasure to have you. 
Um, it was my I pleasure. want you to know, Rocco, along with everybody else, keep sharing this out, everybody. There's tons of people. I know it's Monday morning. There's tons of people, or Monday for you, whatever time it is, that I don't don't have time to watch everything live. That's okay. You're busy. That's great. Good for you. Share this out because it's going to sit there, and you can go back and watch this at any time. And I know a ton of people that aren't able to make it this morning that are doing that exact thing. So be part of that and share this out with your friends. And Rocco, thanks so much again. You're you're really a blessing. I appreciate you. Thank you, Russ, for the opportunity. I truly appreciate it. And uh, we'll definitely stay connected and uh, we'll have more conversations in the future for sure. I greatly appreciate Absolutely. your time. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. You bet. I'm, I'm in there. We're going to stay connected. And uh, I've got some things coming up. Russ Reels Live, my... Uh, my show that is panel driven and topic driven. I'm going to bring you in on one of those because then you get a, there's a whole panel of people and we get good conversation going. So we'll, we'll make that happen. My pleasure. So. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. All right, Rocco, have a blessed Monday. Hang Take tight. Same as the green room. Don't go anywhere yet. Okay. Okay. Hey everybody. All right. Well, you know what? Oh my goodness. Wow. Amazing. So you've got to, all my manufacturing peeps got to sh share this out. Rocco is a wealth of information. And there he is. Dave Chrysler made it. Okay. So Dave, you're going to have to go back and watch Rocco. He's an amazing individual. You two need to be connected. So um, we were talking about you. I don't know if your ears were burning, but uh, <laughs> just want to remind you how much I love manufacturing. So just so you know that. Um, anyway, I am so thankful for today. I'm thankful for those of you that are watching now. And I'm so thankful for those of you that are watching on replay. Uh, it is uh, an amazing opportunity we have to share value, to share great, great information. And Rocco brought that this morning. So please connect with him. Please reach out and uh, appreciate y'all being here. Remember, we're here every Monday and Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific standard time. That's 8 a.m. Pacific. Well, I'm sorry. Now it's Pacific daylight time. I'm going to get that straight. Pacific daylight time. And uh, we're here for your listening and viewing pleasure. Don't forget this also converts to audio podcasts. You can listen to these on your radio in your car, listen on your smartphone. You can listen to on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all of those as well. And remember, uh, this is all about how amazing people connect. And I appreciate each one of you we're here every Monday and Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you have any questions about me and you want to get in touch, I really encourage you to please go to RussEdge.com. That's RussEdge.com. And I would love to connect with you. So I think that's it. You still have a moment. If you haven't said hi yet in the comments, please let us know you're here. I know there's a ton of people watching. I uh, got a bunch of people on Facebook and YouTube there this morning as well as LinkedIn. Appreciate all of you people being here with your busy, busy schedules. And listen, we'll see you Thursday with our next guest. It's going to be amazing. And until then, have a great day and a great life. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag RussSelfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day.